Hello, everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, one of your hosts. And I'm James Anderson, your other host. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. My God. My God. Well, James, we're not quite at the end of this episode. I know we keep saying this, but like... Oh boy, we're so close. Like I can see on the page. Like we're finally at a point where I can see the start of something that's not season seven, episode one of Agents of Shield. I almost said of Timeline Scavengers, and I was like, that's not right. No. Uh, no, no. But what we've got going on is, like I said, Agents of Shield, season seven, yep. episode one. Today we are starting at 37 minutes and 26 seconds and ending at 37 minutes and 41 seconds. The scene starts off with a big band starting to play. And James, Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about that for a brief moment here before we even get into the rest of the episode. The song playing is a song called Bright Street Bounce by Rory Dempsey. And the music is performed by the Altitude. Sorry, not the. It's performed by Altitude Music. That's the song that's playing through the hall. James, the name of that song and the name of that band yeah. is all of the information I could find about this piece. There is nothing on this song anywhere. I took a deep dive for nearly an hour trying all sorts of different things to find out more information about this song and, and that <laughs> band, and it just does not exist. That song had, I guess, basically just come out. Uh, but again, there's mm-hmm. just nothing on it. So I did find information on Rory Dempsey. Uh, the composer, okay. and the one of the players in the band, or at least in the recording. So here is a little info on him. Rory is an Irish double bass and electric bass player living and working in London since 2004. Working as a bass player for the last 16 years has given him a wealth of experience in a wide range of styles, including jazz, classical, tango, and rock. A very wide variety, by the way. Rory Mm -hmm. has recorded at all the major London studios and also records high-quality remote sessions for TV, film, and library music composers from his home studio in southeast London. His playing Mm. can be heard on TV shows such as Better Call Saul on Netflix, staged at BBC, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Disney, (gasps) yeah, I guess technically, Us on BBC, Breeders for Sky slash FX, and Rockfield, the studio on the farm uh, for BBC. As well as performing, Rory is also a composer and writes library music with composer-percussionist Dom Sales as Toy Glass Music. His compositions and bass playing can be heard on television in many countries. He has released production music albums through EMI, BMG, Altitude Music, Evolution Media Music, Wrong Planet, Muchas Music, and others. He plays in the Heritage Orchestra, which has led to the work with John Cale, Tim Minchin, Uncle, and Aphex Twin, among others. He has also performed Mm. with The Who live at Wembley. Rory has worked extensively in theater and has played in the orchestra for the West End productions of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, An American in Paris, The King and I, Miss Saigon, Mary Poppins, Spamalot, Top Hat, and The Prince of Egypt, including playing on the Grammy-nominated cast album for that last show. A Prince of Egypt? Nice. Uh, Now, 
now that we've gotten through that. Oh, actually, I do want to say one final thing. You can actually book him if you would like. And you can also license some tracks that he's like written and like has published and stuff like that. Um, I already forgot the name of the website. I'm sorry. But if you Google Rory Dempsey, like that, that website pops up. Um, Nice. So if you're looking for, you know, a bass player in Southeast London, even if you're here in America, remember, he can do remote work. Absolutely. Okay. As can we all. That's true. Hear that, managers? Oh, boy, COVID. Uh, Ooh. Ooh, yikes. Oh, boy. Uh, Ooh. uh, So, speaking of, (laughs) not remote was this scene. Uh, And back to that scene, uh, you hear that (laughs) band, they're playing, that's not quite how the song goes, but still. Uh, Bright Street Bounce is playing, and then finally, we sort of scoot over and see in the hall Mm -hmm. Simmons and, uh, not Simmons, sorry, the, the, the field team. And Simmons radios the team in the field. It's like, Mac, do you copy? It's not mm-hmm. Roosevelt. Well, she's not doesn't quite sound like that, but anyway, uh, the Chronicoms are after someone else named Freddie. And Deke goes, Freddie, which is I think the third time someone has has said his name with incredulity <laughs> beyond belief. Uh, and that's the scene. I love how frequently in this show people are like, Freddie, who's Freddie? Or fucking freddy like i i don't know why it it really speaks to me how much people are like what the <laughs> fuck is so special about this guy <laughs> i mean poor freddy right i mean like you gotta right. kind of feel bad for him right he's a no one he's going nowhere yeah yep anyway so that's the scene uh yeah. and the thing is is we do not see freddy now nope. we do mention him, but we don't see him, mm-hmm. so there is no new installment of mm-hmm. Who's Freddy. Mm-hmm. But just as a teaser, Absolutely. it's coming up Oop. soon. Here we so, go. It's uh, that is honestly, I mean, just because of the fact that really the only thing we had to go off of in this episode was the music. That's yep. all I've got. Um, well, that's so all you, I have too. Oh my gosh, what a record timing episode this is about to be, James. <laughs> why don't you hit us with some music of 1931, and we'll get uh, out of here. I will. Let's talk for 35 minutes about... <laughs> Podcube. No. no. Um, let's, <laughs> let's skedaddle soon. This is um, a song by Al Boley and the Savoy oh Hotel Orpheans. We know Our them. Our buddy Al Boley. Yeah. Ever heard of him? You have. You've listened to this show. Who's that knocking on that door? Um, it's Al Boley. It's a bomb. Oh. <laughs> you? Whoops. Yikes. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Wait, say that line again. Who's that? Who's that knocking on the door? It's, it's Al Bully's skull. Oh, no. oh God, that's not good. So uh, the the song is called "Sweet and Lovely." Uh, it is a popular song. Um, it was composed by Gus Arnheim, Charles N. Daniels, and Harry Tobias, and it's one of those that was recorded by just just everyone. Um, the people that recorded uh, versions that charted. Of which Al Boley is not one of them, um, were Gus Arnheim and his Coconut Grove Orchestra, with a vocal refrain by Donald Novus. So the guy that wrote it uh, hit number one on the charts for 14 weeks. Um, guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians heard of him? Oh God, not J. the J. Guy Jameson Lombardo has. records. <laughs> oh dear Lord, no. Um, <laughs> he hit number two. Uh, Bing Crosby. Uh, hit number nine uh, when he recorded with Victor Young and his orchestra. This is the uh, music of 1931 All Star section right here. Exactly, exactly. Then that th- this version was reissued in 19, 1944 and it briefly charted at number 27. So 13 years later, it's like a friggin' Fleetwood Mac 
TikTok trend, except for in the in the forties. Um, uh, Bernie Ben Bernie and his orchestra hit number twelve, and Russ Columbo, who just had one more thing, which was that this song hit number nineteen. Um, and so that that's sweet and lovely, and that that was short and sweet. Music of nineteen thirty one. Wow. Well, then, uh, um, James, if you're ready for it, let's just go ahead and hit up social media. Yeah. Uh, we have some social media for this show. If you want to contact us at the show, you can find us on Twitter at scavengers. Nope. At timeline scav. If you want to find us on the network, that's at scavengers net. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to come talk, uh, some Al Boley with me, uh, if you want to find me, you can uh, find me at unabashed James and Colin, where can they find you? If you want to trash talk, Bing Crosby, <laughs> you can, at me, at Colin M. Parker. Very nice and quite tempting. <laughs> hey, if you want to get in touch with the uh, the person that composed the intro and outro uh, songs for this show, um, which are amazing and professional as hell, uh, you can uh, contact Nick Bramald at NB... Uh, Nick Bramald at NBramald, that is N-B-R-A-M-A-L-D, or nickbramaldcomposer.co.uk. All right, we got Patreon. So mm-hmm. our Patreon is patreon.com slash the scavengers network. This episode is apparently going to be coming out uh, on Boxing Day. That is December 26th. If the piece of bonus content that we have been teasing is not on Patreon now, it will be within the next five days. It will be within the next five days. So uh, please join Patreon. I'm just finishing up part of it that. Um, was uh, more challenging than I thought it was going to be, but um, I, I think we're going to wind up with some really cool, and I really want you to join the Patreon for $2 a month. Uh, you get access that's to... That's all? The, wow. That's it. What a steal. That's, the only, that's it. Yeah, exactly. What would have bought you all of the versions of Sweet and Lovely um, in 1931, <laughs> you can pay for a month's worth of uh, Scavengers Network. Patreon. Um, you also get access to all previous bonus content, which is mm. also very, very good and plentiful. Sweet and lovely amounts of bonus content. Um, that is going to do it for this episode of the Timeline Scavengers program yep. show. Uh, as always, I am James Anderson. And I'm Colin Parker. Excelsior! Are you a fan of Boy Meets World? Do you enjoy rewatch podcasts? Well, then you should check out The Lost Years, a retrospective fan cast hosted by me, Tay. And me, Sid. It's my favorite show of all time. And I've never seen it. Each week, we're recapping a new episode of Boy Meets World, sharing bits of nostalgia and learning a wholesome lesson. Join us on our rewatch journey, won't you? School's in session every Tuesday, wherever you find your podcasts. What else do you need to know? The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven, community-focused, treasured content.